Hey there, and welcome to the first edition of the Fireforge Leader Podcast. I'm Steve Baumgartner, your host. Where leaders are not born, they are forged. Since we're on our first episode, I'm going to get a little bit personal today, so I hope you don't mind that. But I really want to get a chance to get to know each other, discuss what we're going to be doing here, and then finally I'm going to wrap it all up with the definition of leadership, and then I'll break that down into those basic elements of the definition. So let's get after it. So in my early life, I had a lot of excuses. You know, I was abandoned as a kid. Nobody loved me. You know, I wasn't liked by anybody. I didn't fit in, so on and so forth. I was adopted into a wonderful family. A family that was so awesome that they even took both my brothers with me. But I had built all these excuses up inside my head. So when I was getting into my late teenage years and into my early adult life, I just remember that I was a very, very poor example of leadership. I was a poor member of the community. I was a drug addict. I was a liar. I was a cheat. I was a thief. I was a poor husband. I've been married twice. My first marriage, basically I was non-existent in that marriage. I was never around. I was never home. Now, guaranteed she had her own faults as well in my second marriage i married a wonderful woman sherry and i have had a wonderful marriage we've been together for a very very long time however i do want to mention that at the beginning of our marriage i didn't treat her nor her kids very well I was not good at leading our family. I was not good at leading in our marriage. I was also a poor father. With my first wife, I had three children. I also was the stepfather for two additional children when Sherry and I got married, Sherry being my second wife. So when my older kids were growing up, I had three that were blood and two that were stepkids. And we always said that I, you know, we treated them all like they were our own kids. And that was probably true because I wasn't a very good father or a very good leader for all five of them. So now fast forward a little bit. I became awakened in my leadership style. I started learning from my experiences I started changing at my core and everything throughout these changes was really built under pressure, under fire. And that's really where the name Fireforge Leader Podcast came from is that forging process that took me from being that leader that was non-existent to who I am today. So let me tell you a little bit about who I am today. So currently, I'm a strong leader in the church. I'm also a very strong leader in the reliability world. 
I take leadership roles in things like the Society of Maintenance and Reliability Professionals, the Iron Council, and a few other places. I'm a strong leader in my home with my wife and children. And I've also had many leadership roles in my career. I've been a maintenance supervisor. I've been a maintenance manager. I've been a plan engineer. I've been a senior manager of corporate maintenance. I've been a director of asset reliability, director of engineering. And most currently, I just took a role as a plant manager because I want to really get down to the roots of leadership again. So the road hasn't always been easy for me, and I want to make that point crystal clear. Actually, it's been a very, very difficult road. But now I forge ahead with a growth mindset, and I just continue to learn from those from those hard experiences and try and forge a better leadership style. So with all that being said, I really want to talk about why we're here. The reason why I built this podcast is I want to serve you, our listeners and subscribers, by having powerful conversations around leadership. I want to answer your questions on the topic of leadership. I want to share my own personal experiences and journeys around the topic, as well as have powerful guests on in the realm of leadership to also discuss their experiences and journeys around the topic. So let's talk about leadership a little bit. I looked at a lot of definitions for leadership, and I know in my heart what it is, but I had a really hard time putting it to words. So I went out and searched for a definition that I could really buy into and and what was inside my heart. And what that definition is for me is leadership is a process of social influence that works to increase the efforts of others in pursuit of a common goal. Now, if I'm going to break that down, it's really four things. They talk about process, social influence, working to increase the efforts of others, and pursuit of a common goal. So let's start out with that first one, which is process. So we can't think about leadership as a point in time. It's not a one and done. It has to be continuous. It's a process, right? It's also a continuous process that runs in a loop. But the thing about this loop is as you grow in your leadership style, that loop gets bigger and bigger. It's not the same loop. It's a better loop every time you go around. The next point is is social influence. So when I think about social influence the thing that I think about is that others need to be drawn to you. There's a ton more power when people want to follow rather than being pulled along. You can always make other people conform, but you can only do it for short periods of time. I implore you not to go down that road, but to really get them to buy in or really engage in what you're what you're wanting them to so that they have 
the desire to follow. It will always be more powerful in the long, long run when they choose to follow. The next point, though, working to increase the efforts of others. So a lot of leaders I've noticed over time, they get this superiority complex. They like to think of themselves as the almighty. That couldn't be further from the truth. Really what you're doing in leadership is you're facilitating others to achieve. You're not facilitating your own achievements. You're getting everybody else to rise up. And ultimately, no matter who you're leading, whether it's in your church, whether it's in your business, or in Cub Scouts, when other people are successful, you will ultimately be successful. And then finally, I can't state this one clear enough, but everybody has to be aligned in the pursuit of a common goal. So what that means to me is really everybody, first and foremost, needs to understand what the mission is. There's so many times we get stuck in a reactive realm. We're dealing with the chaos of the day. We put the mission up on the shelf and we don't look at it. We need to be mission-oriented, and everybody around us needs to also understand the mission. Once they understand the mission, all of the people, all of the employees or the group or whatever, they need to be aligned on the mission. And if they can't get aligned on the mission, we need to have open and honest conversations about it because maybe the mission doesn't really fit as well as we think it does. Maybe it's not as good as what it can be. Maybe they have some input that could help us elevate that mission even more. And then finally, once that we get aligned on the mission, what we need to do is make sure that everyone has a personal stake in achieving the mission. So they need to know that they're part of it. They need to feel value with being able to achieve that mission. So I'd really like every listener on here to think about that definition. And as leaders, how can you make your leadership style a process? How can you socially influence others? How do you work to increase the efforts of others? And ultimately, how do you get them on the same path to the common mission? To wrap this all up, I'd like you to do one thing for me. We're going to be releasing this podcast on a bi-weekly basis on Tuesdays. So... The next one will be in two weeks from this release date. I want you to click on that subscribe button on whatever podcasting application you're listening on right now. Just click that subscribe button for me. You can also give me a rating and review. And on the next episode, we're going to be addressing the question of, and I quote, There is often a divide amongst maintenance, production, and management. My observation is that this contributes to 
unreliability. What are your thoughts and experiences around this, and what do you think can be done to bridge the gaps? This question comes from Nancy Regan, who is a phenomenal person. I know her personally, as well as um, interact with her on social media quite often. She is a leader in the reliability-centered maintenance realm. She's a published author. She's the founder of rcmtrainingonline.com. She's a well-known international public speaker. She's done work for the Naval Air Warfare Center, excuse me, as well as the Department of Defense, and also been the president of The Force, which is a consulting business. If you don't know who Nancy Regan is, look her up on LinkedIn. She has a lot of wonderful uh, videos and different articles, things like that. And she's really good at simplifying complex topics. So once again, the question comes from Nancy Regan. And that's it for me. This was Steve Baumgartner on the Fireforge Leader Podcast. Hope you all have a great day.